1: Imagine a year where comedy is just... (laughs)
0: Did you need a lozenge? What year was that, Sandra?
1: The year is 1941... Welcome to Oldie Buddy Goody, my name is Sandra. You've joined me on quite a somber day, although I'm still very confused. I got a random letter in my time-travelling mailbox. I'm back in 1941, and I've got a time-travelling mailbox. I haven't brought it up in other episodes, but uh, I do have it. It's there. And I got a letter in it, which was an invitation to the event I'm at right now. It's the, uh, the funeral of my archenemy, Harry Grindle Matthews. Who I've been um, coming across a bunch during my time travel adventures uh, here in here in the past, back in 1941. I wonder if Zach will teleport into the body of any of these people at the funeral. We might just do a podcast here at the funeral. It'll be a bit grim, but we're doing a horror film, so that could work. Anyway, oh, oh, oh! The eulogies are about to begin. <coughs> Let's listen in,
0: listeners. Uh, greetings, everybody. We've all gathered here to uh, pay our respects to this fine gentleman. He had one request. Uh, which was to play this, uh, what I'm going to presume is a record thing.
1: I feel like you should know that. Sorry, this isn't a call and response eulogy. Oh, excuse I'll me, show. sir.
0: Can we have quiet respect for the dead? Yes. Thank you. Let me Let me hook up this photograph.
1: Oh, I dropped that
0: one. Oh, no. Oh, it sounded like a plate it smashing. It sounded like a
1: plate crashing. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, who let that monkey out? Why is there a monkey running around in this funeral? Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. No, don't worry. I had a spare copy. Here we go. Hook
1: that up. Yes.
0: Hello there. It is I, Harry Grindle Matthews. Oh, no. If you are hearing this, then I have sadly passed away. (laughs) In my times, I have uh, achieved (laughs) great (laughs) things, but the time where I met my arch-nemesis, that is when history really started. As soon as I met my dear arch-nemesis, Sandro, a time-traveling imbecile, who, through the possession of my body, by a being known as Zack or some shit, I don't know, was recording podcasts throughout time. Yes. Which seems very convoluted and makes zero sense.
1: This is quite a good recap, actually. I'm enjoying
0: this. But during this uh, hour and, like, 20 minutes of being possessed, I was able to reach into this Zack individual mind. And learn the secrets of time travel.
1: That's what happened, yeah.
0: And so I went to the future and fucked shit up. (laughs) Now, Sandro, you should be at this funeral where I'm making this recording from.
1: Oh my god, he's talking to me.
0: If you're here, fuck you.
1: Oh, rude.
0: I hope you like K-pop. Oh, what? Because that's the only music in the future. Oh, I
1: hate K-pop.
0: Along with my many achievements throughout the episodes, I recruited all the conniving villainous people I could such as Bill Gates Logan Paul Oh god Steve Jobs who in the future isn't dead anymore you're welcome and, and, and a few other Elon Musk some other bi- They're in my villains gallery, all
1: right? They're they're part of the squad. I don't don't know why he's saying this to a funeral of people who all seem to be from the 40s.
0: Sandra might be criticizing me now, (laughs) but this part of the message is really just for him and me to brag uh, to my uh, arch-nemesis, even though I'm dead now, because obviously you're listening to this recording, you know, good job at living longer. I mean, you are from the future, so you'd literally die later... ...than me, normally. Mm. So that's not really an achievement. Mm. Just gotta point that
1: out. Mm. Anyway,
0: is there anything else I'm forgetting?
1: Very weird call and response thing there. Surely he'd know that there wasn't anything that he's forgetting. Because it's his own memories.
0: I just realised I can't hear you... ...because this is a recording. Oh well, I don't think I'm forgetting anything. I'd just like to say... ...it's been an honour... ...and I really hope... ...above all things that you go fuck yourself and that I don't die of a heart attack because that would suck that is like the number one death that I don't <coughs> <coughs>
1: <coughs> wow rest in peace Harry Grindel Matthews you were an asshole in birth and in life You invented things that weren't real things, and then you wrecked time. Now I've got to try and fix it. But you're dead, so that's fine. uh, That's fine. My arch enemy's dead. It's going to be a breeze from here on out. We're not even halfway through the year. The arc's already over because the main villain died off screen. Wow, this is truly Twilight or something. Did that happen in Twilight? Probably. Oh, hi. Hi there, mate. Oh, hello. How's it going? Oh, are you an Australian? A fellow
0: Australian? Oh, you're Australian as well? Nice to meet you, mate. How did you know Harry Grindelwald?
1: Oh, I'm his arch-nemesis.
0: Oh! Oh, he was the one he was talking about in the recording. Oh, pleasure to meet you. I mean, he was a bit of a dick, so, uh... Yeah.
1: Good on ya. I feel like everyone kind of hated him. Aside from maybe Elon Musk. I think they have a lot in common.
0: Anyway, uh, well, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm, uh, Howard Flowey.
1: Howard Flowey? That's a pretty flowery name. Uh... Thanks. Do you like to bake Howard Flowey? In a way, yes,
0: actually. Really? Well, I'm a um, pharmaceuticalologist. I'm working on this thing we're going to call penicillin. You you might have heard of my uh, companion who's helping me with this, uh, Alexander Fleming. In the future, he's uh, going to be a lot more famous than me, unfortunately.
1: No, yeah, no, that sounds quite good. Are you, like, thinking of maybe treating meningitis next year or something? Is that kind of your vibe? Absolutely, absolutely. And then uh,
0: eventually, maybe around uh, 1945, submit our claims to the medical circles and then maybe earn a little Nobel Prize. We'll see how it goes. That'd
1: be pretty good, though, although I bet Fleming's going to be the one to take that prize home. I bet uh, you're not going to see an inch of that prize. That's
0: what Grindelwald said. You know what? I hated him at first. But that Harry Grindel Matthews is he he was an
1: alright guy in the end, I feel. He was an alright guy. He didn't he wrecked time and then he died of a heart attack. Now I've gotta fix everything. Well I wouldn't say wrecked time, I would say improved time. Improved time. Hang on a second, your voice isn't Australian at all. Harry Grindle Matthews, is um, that you? Australian accent. Harry Grindle Matthews, I know that's you. Your beard fell on the floor again. Uh,
0: not again. Why does this keep happening to my costume? You fixed your bloody death, Harry, you <laughs> nincompoop. You f- fool. You think I wouldn't the second thing I do immediately go into the future is Google my own death?
1: And see how it happened. I just brought some aspirin back with me. Oh no! You brought aspirin back to 1941 when you're meant to die. No. Yes, with this uh, this aspirin stuff, I was able to
0: live past my heart attack and uh, probably die by something else. But for now, I
1: live. Yes, I'm going to kill you. Oh I'm the one who's going to kill you, Harry. I'm going to murder. I'm going to murder you. I'm going to chuck you into a blender, the <laughs> giant blender of time. What? What? That doesn't make any sense. It's a good thing that I I prepared to meet you again, Harry. I was surprised to hear of your death, but I thought it would be a trap, and that's why I brought this net. <laughs> I'm going to throw a net over you, Harry Grindle Matthews. I've thrown a net over you. <laughs>
0: I've been captured! Why did it sound like a plate smashing?
1: Ah! Oh, because I think I think I kept some plates in the, the net. Ow! Yes, they're very sharp now because you broke them. That yes. seems
0: dangerous
1: and I'm irresponsible. I've captured you with a time net. You can't time travel out of this net. You're my prisoner. And the best thing about this net is that it makes Zach come into your body. It's time to do a
0: podcast. <laughs>
1: oh! I can let you out of the net now. Here we go.
0: Oh, hey, Sarjo, Is this this Harry Grindle Matthews' body again?
1: Yeah, he faked his own death.
0: Oh, that was my second question is why are we at a funeral and why is everyone staring?
1: Yeah, it's 1941, which is when actual historical uh, charlatan Harry Grindle Matthews died. And so we had to explain why he's not. I mean, uh, he faked his own death. And live still. Do you think this is disrespectful to the actual human being that died around this time? Ah, uh, he was basically the 1920s version of Elon Musk, I feel. He just uh, made shit.
0: You know what? And it is completely fine to mock the death of Elon Musk, so you're right. It's true,
1: yes. Has he died? I hope so. Wow. I hope that now that we've said this, Elon Musk has. Has died oh, No in the future
0: In the future He's like the uh, Warhammer 40k uh, God Emperor <laughs> Oh no Where He's fueled by A thousand souls per day To extend his uh, Life
1: Well at least He's not the God Emperor From Dune And he's just a giant Worm With the face And a dick Oh, wait, that's the Paul brothers. God damn it. Yeah, that's the Paul brothers. Yeah, you guessed that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, this week, we're reviewing a movie called Hold That Ghost. It's by Abbott and Costello, and I chose it instead of Citizen Kane because I'm a dickhead. We're going to do non-spoilers and then spoilers. Zach, what did you think of Hold That Ghost? Well, this feels a bit like Whiplash going into the episode now. But yes,
0: uh, (laughs) we watched Hold That Ghost, which is an appropriate movie for this
1: spooky setting in this graveyard. We're in a graveyard. We're in a cemetery in the 1940s. One.
0: It was all right. Okay. I thought it was all right. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the light comedy. It was funny. uh, We're going back to black and white again.
1: Yeah, well, the great dictator was in black and white, but I think that's just because Charlie Chaplin...
0: Yeah, it was more comfortable.
1: Yeah, was more into that. But it is weird that, yeah, we had two colour films, and now we've gone back to two black and white films.
0: And you know what? I'm all right with that. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I was beginning, you know, to to wear off this colour
1: stuff, you know? Oh, it's not going to last. Yeah, it's just a See, it's fat. not going to last. Black fat. and
0: white stuff, bring it back. Bring it back. But yeah, this light, light-hearted comedy film, I thought it was all right. It's not as good as some of the other comedies we've watched.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't even say it's as good as Animal Crackers and I didn't really love that. Oh, oh, okay. Um but
0: I still I still enjoyed it, you know. It mm. was all right. Mm. I liked uh I liked the main actor. The little goofball.
1: Yeah, it's meant to be Abbott and Costello, but this film just feels like a Costello film. Abbott's like Yeah. He's the straight man, but also everyone else on the cast is the straight man as well. So it's kind of just Ab- just Costello being a fool, which is fine. Yeah. I did, I did like
0: this. So this is, I, I don't think I've, have I seen any Abbott and Costello? I've probably seen some Abbott and Costello. I think I've seen like skits, right? They do a lot of like
1: shorts and sketches and stuff, yeah.
0: Yeah, like a lot of, a lot of this film you could divide up into just sort of skits. Yeah. And, and do those, like the, the waiting thing. Yeah. Which only is in there so that at the very end they could bring it all back to that. Yeah. Although that was kind of good. I don't know. I like the ending. Uh, it was good. It was right. Abbott and Costello, uh, they were uh, reasonably funny. Not amazing, but like entertaining. You know what I mean? I wasn't, ha ha, but I was like, oh, hmm. this is entertaining.
1: I'm enjoying this. I think we're the same because I laughed maybe once. But I was definitely enjoying the film. I was enjoying it, aside from some of the racist shit that happens in this film. Yeah. Which is pretty terrible, uh, but it's the 40s. Um, Are you saying it was a different time, Sandra? It was a very different time, yes. The jokes are fine? I don't know. It's interesting because it's like, you compare it, it's basically the slapstick stuff that we did in the 20s, but with sound. Yeah. It doesn't really utilise dialogue as well as, like, Animal Crackers did. Muck's brothers were quite good with the, like, the wise guy sort of shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, I mean, to be fair, Animal Crackers was insane. That that was such a dense comedic film. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) It was so dense with, like, jokes. There was, like, two jokes a second flying out of every actor's mouth. Whereas this one, it's like... Uh, they they had some funny wordplay, especially at the start with the waiters. So I thought that was pretty good. Um, but a lot of it uh, turns more to just sort of like visual gags, but there's not as many jokes in between, I think, you know?
1: No. And also if there is a joke, they're going to do it, For like three minutes straight. It's because it's like a sketch. It's like a bunch of sketches, and it's not really a sketch where it's like, here's a bunch of puns, and like, yes, it's repetitive, but it's all about the dialogue and, you know, Mm. the funny things and wordplay that we're saying. Here, it's kind of like an SNL sketch where it's the same punchline every 30 seconds, but it gets heightened each time, which is still funny. It's just a very different sort of comedy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think SNL sort of, like, kind of works, because this did feel like there was, like, an episode. You could cut this up and play this once once a week, you know, each sketch that
1: sort of leads into it. That would be pretty good, actually. That's kind of what they... Because they did a lot of... I think they started doing, like, some radio stuff, which was kind of like Ooh. that. It was, like, short sketches, and and all that, um, with a bit of a plot. This is their second movie. Their first major movie was called Buck Privates, which came out uh in January of 1941. That was a military comedy. I don't know if they were working on this by the time that came out, because that movie came out and, like, it did incredibly well, because, you know, it's yeah. 1941. Everyone wants, like, some war comedies.
0: Yeah, it's 1941. 1940- I was going to say, doing a military comedy in 1941 is... uh. I don't know if that's well timed or not, but <laughs> certainly
1: uh, works. I thought it was pretty. I, I, it's an hour and twenty minutes. I thought it felt like two and a half hours. Ooh. This felt really long to me. I don't know why. I think it's because the jokes are so. They just do a joke for like three minutes, and the movie kind of stops. You, would you
0: say dragged out?
1: It dragged Perhaps. a little bit, but I was still enjoying it. I wasn't necessarily checking my phone to be like, "When's this over?" I was just like, oh, it's still going, and also because the plot is, it's kind of my l- least favorite sort of plot, which is um generic crime. What? I don't like generic crime comedies. I think they're boring. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like basic, uh, basic mobster plot.
0: But that that that's kind of like I feel like this movie suffers a bit more from time than some of the other comedies we've done, where it's like there's a lot of. Cliches in this one uh, that uh, we're a bit sick of nowadays, which back then would would have been, you know, pretty fresh. So,
1: oh, for sure. And I mean, Abbott and Costello were the most popular comedians of the 40s and the 50s. They were massive. You can see why. Yeah, they
0: they do quite well. I like I like their jibe. I like their uh, what's what's the other word for synergy? Like a uh, chemistry. Chemistry. That's the word.
1: Yeah, it's like you got the straight guy. Who's kind of straight, but he's also a bit of a prankster. Mm. Like, he likes setting up pranks.
0: Yeah, yeah. He he kind of takes advantage of uh, the other one a few times, which is quite good.
1: I thought the uh, supporting cast were also pretty good. We've got, like, a couple women in there purely to be romance. That's their whole point. Yeah! Uh, Costello is a massive simp. He's a simp boy. Wow. He's a big old simp. But also, I felt like they had a bit more character than some of other the uh, the
0: other female characters.
1: No, it's true. That we've had. Oh, I liked how they were, like, because um, one of the characters... She's like a radio performer who's known for her scream. But then when scary stuff happens, she doesn't scream because that's not her. That's not what she actually does. And I was like, ha ha.
0: Ha Very
1: funny. Very, very funny. And yeah, there's a bunch of other characters. I don't think the way this movie wrapped up necessarily made sense. And I want to talk to you about that. There's some things kind of left hanging where you're like, is this house actually a bit scary? Is this actually a supernatural Situation uh, yeah. that Abbott and Costello found themselves into. I don't know. I'm not sure. But the horror was pretty good. I thought the horror was quite good. The problem with the horror is that every time there's a scare, there's bloody Costello going "poof." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't like that. I liked it at the start, and then I was like, "Just stop this bit." <laughs> this, you've done it so many times now. <laughs>
0: There's a moving fucking candle. Um, no, that's fair. That's fair. That joke did wear itself a little thin. Mm. I was fine with it. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of cruising along. I was kind of zen through this movie, you know? I was just chilling. I'm like, this is lighthearted, fun we film, you know, mobsters dying. It's a good old time, you know?
1: Did you... Think the horror was good. I thought, like, if you saw this in the '40s, this might have actually been scary. Yeah, like, yeah there's yeah. some stuff in this where I'm like, nice, good work.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the the eyes. Hmm. Uh, try not to spoil it, but yeah, there, there's there's some some good, good spooky things. Obviously, it becomes pretty apparent because it's a comedy. There's um, I uh, I don't want to spoil it, but there's like some scares which are like scary for them. But, like, I don't think that would scare anyone in real life. Like, even back then, like, there's some, like, silly scares, I should say.
1: Yes. Mixed in with actual spooky scares. You Ooh, know. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I think, yeah, I, I can think of one sequence in particular where I'm like, this is not... Who'd find this scary? Maybe if you're a child, you'd be like, oh my goodness, that's pretty scary. But, yeah, I think it's a bit of fun... We may as well move on to spoilers. I don't know if I would recommend this to anyone, though. Like, honestly, I'm like, probably just watch the the Frankenstein film they did. Like, that's probably better. Yeah, well, here's the thing, right? I don't know many other
0: Abbott and Costello films. I think this is the first one I've watched, you know, from start to finish, right? Yeah. So, I could recommend this, you know. I'd, I'd recommend this. This is good. It was good, like... I'd, I'd put it in the background, you know? Yeah, okay. It'd be good good background comedy. You could watch it for a bit, see them doing some silly sort of slapstick stuff. I don't think the slapstick's overused, which no. is my main gripe with a lot of slapstick.
1: Yeah, we don't love slapstick, but uh, the slapstick in this, was, was it got me a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was
0: right. I liked the scene where they danced. <laughs> that was um, one of my favorite scenes, yeah. But we'll get into it. So I'll rate it a goodie. Why mm-hmm. not? Yeah. I'll chuck a goodie on it. I'll slap slap a a wee goodie on that. Why not? I'll be keen to see some of their more, like, famous films.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the classic, like, who's on first sketch. But they've got some some good movies. I mean, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein is kind of the big one. Um, I've seen their movie africa screams and i liked it when i was a child but i have a feeling that it's very racist and i'm not gonna ever watch it again oh no <laughs> all right well there you go i think i i i uh, I, guess, I guess it's a goodie i don't really know i'm thinking about it it's a goodie because i enjoyed myself i wasn't like yeah. waiting for it to be over but it's on the lower end of a goodie. I don't know, they've got some better stuff, but I still think that it's a bit of fun. Yeah, you, you would prefer people check out their other films, but this one's still alright. I would recommend just Google the best of Abbott and Costello and like just watch some sketches. Like that's what I would probably say over any of their movies really, but I don't know, it's pretty fun. I'm trying I'm trying to think of if there's anything else non-spoilers to talk about. The Andrew sisters are in this. Oh yeah. They sang a f- couple songs in this film. Did you like how the movie just stops and there's a live performance from the andrew sisters for two minutes on it honestly didn't mind it actually
0: i was i was kind of vibing yeah i was like ah, oh, this is all right you know i thought it was pretty fun i was like cool i i was a bit confused but i thought it was like ah, oh, this is all right cool we have a dance number yeah um i was more concerned with one of the
1: other performances but i'm sure we'll get to that shortly yes but the, yeah the Andrews sisters are in buck privates as well so i guess they just were friends so they were like we'll put you in the movie do some songs they were probably in buck
0: because of that whole thing where so they have like performances for soldiers right
1: oh yeah that makes more sense with the plot yeah true yeah yeah with the plot right i'm i'm just assuming i
0: haven't seen it but then of course being in that movie they're like hey, we're going to make another movie. Do you want to be in that one? And they're like, sure. So uh, that that kind of actually makes more sense as to why they're in this film. Because they're at the start and the end of the film. Yes. And I feel like the start and the end of film feel not tacked on for no reason, but they do feel, like, tacked on. Yeah. Like, you could take... The start and the finish of the film, take it away from the film and the film would have been the same. Yeah. But they are fun little bits in the film. Yeah. No, definitely. And they sort of lead into each other, which is nice.
1: Yeah. It feels like two separate movies with like the start and the end and the middle, but it doesn't make you go, why are we doing this? Can we get to the thing, please? It's it's, it's not like that. It's like, oh, all right. I'm kind of happy with this. I'll sit with this for a bit, knowing... We're going to get some horror soon. I'm excited for the horror. Hello, it's me.
0: Hey, I'm Sally
1: McSh- My gosh, that really hurts my darn tootin' throat. I've got an ad! Why, I bet you're also wondering if you're a robot, just like me. Well, hey, wonder no more, because over on Patreon.com forward slash oldie buddy goodie pod we've got the answers. And by answers, I mean a bonus episode reviewing Steven Spielberg's movie, AI Artificial Intelligence. Need more... Proof? don't oh, no
0: clip. Big criticism, by the way. Why the fuck does he have an actual working mouth that he can dump spinach on his own circuits?
1: Yeah, there should be some sort of kill switch. Like, you put some food in there, he shuts down. Like, there should be something.
0: Or or hear me out. He just doesn't have a fucking throat. Yeah. Just put a
1: stopper. I get it. Get a cork. Yep. Done! No, you're right. You're right. Maybe they didn't set him up properly. Maybe the parents just didn't read the manual. I don't know. What? <laughs> like, you don't leave this shit in your model because uh, people are going to fuck up and like, act- oh, no, I accidentally gave him a Snickers bar. Now he's broken. You know, like, well, come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Wowie, that sounds so hilarious. I'm going to I'm going to self-destruct. I, I, I better go to patreon.com forward slash but a first and get that bonus episode. You can also get ad-free episodes of this here show, which is just the podcast you're listening to, but without me. That sounds amazing. Yeehaw! Spoil- do do Spoiler Spoiler warning
0: Spoiler warning
1: We're gonna spoil jokes I don't have much to say about the movie But I got spoil some jokes <laughs> I got some quotes I got some jokes But first of all I want to say that Ted Lewis Is a performer in this movie And one He racist performer But two Oof. Why he sound like William Shatner? Why does he sing like William Shatner? Why not? I like to walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. When you say it like that, I hear it. Rough start of the film is him on screen.
0: Yeah. I mean, at the start of the film, we're in a restaurant, and the restaurant scene's pretty good. But then he's in it, and it's like, oh, no. It's like, oh, I oh, no.
1: am a singer. I sing, but I talk like Captain Kirk. <laughs> yes. And then he sings a song called... Me and My Shadow, which is him singing a song and a black guy mirroring his every move behind him. And I didn't like that, actually. No, no. No. I was like, oh, we're going to have to
0: talk about this on the podcast. Oh, no. Yeah. Back then, people were
1: racist. No. No. It was not good considering as well that then like shortly after the movie because abbott and costello are working at the restaurant they get fired they go to like a gas station they're playing around with some oil one of them gets oil on their face and then the other one's like you look like a sh- like a shadow like a shadow it's like blackface Ha ha. Uh, get it thankfully the rest of the movie holds up pretty well and isn't that problematic but yeah hell <laughs>
0: Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even like that performance as much as the three sisters. I felt they did a much better performance in general.
1: Oh they're good. Yeah, no, the Andrew sisters are great. Ted Lewis is just like, I'm singing out of tune and talking like Chatner. Skibbity do He wasn't too bad, but it was just like I didn't I didn't I didn't vibe with him as much.
0: I was like eh
1: You don't like jazz.
0: No, that's the thing, I like jazz
1: a lot. That's the thing, I just thought his jazz was kinda of
0: poor, which sucked.
1: There's that weird part where like this old guy is at the club and he's got his young mistress with him, but she's calling him daddy. And I was like, <laughs> cool. I, I I was gonna bring it up, like, was that a thing? Was that already
0: you got some sugar daddies back then? Damn. I don't
1: know. I thought that daddy was, like, the 80s. Yeah. Or, like, 70s even. I didn't know. It went all the way back to the 40s. God damn. And I do like how Costello's like, Oh, you will take care of your daughter. She's not my daughter. Well, like, bloody, that's that's pretty good news to me. I'm a big, I'm a horny boy. <laughs> that was
0: very silly. That was very stupid. Because then, if he's not his daughter, then they're on a date, Right. It's a, but, of course, yeah, yeah, it was very silly.
1: Is she a sex worker? Is that why she's calling him daddy? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Is this his young secretary? I don't know what's going on. I want to know the lore in this old man. I want to know if his wife finds out. I want that journey. I don't want spooky <laughs> house. <laughs> okay, first off, I have no idea why
0: you're so concerned. Second off, surely that it's a Shuggy Daddy. Shuggy, shuggy Daddy?
1: daddy? <laughs> shuggy Daddy. I'm going to stand by that. Shuggy Daddy. Oh, I liked, um, uh, he's told to always, like, if someone asks what the price of the menu is, you say $3. $3. If they complain it's too much, he's like, you better say that to the manager. Yeah. Uh, if they are then like, well, I'm gonna leave... I don't want to eat. You say, well, if you don't, someone else will. And then he says that to someone in the wrong context. Uh, uh, it's quite funny.
0: Yeah, it's quite good. Speaking of, like, wordplay and stuff, which we were complaining was not as much of the film. It, this is a good bit of wordplay. This is a good bit. They have. Uh, he's like, uh, why'd you pull out my chair? And he's like, uh, that'll be $3. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean $3? It's like, you go, I'm going to... Uh, report you and he's like well you better speak to my manager it's like i'm gonna punch you in the face so well if you don't someone, someone else will,
1: else will. <laughs> is quite that funny. was great that was great ah it's crime crime lads crime lads at the restaurant they're making deals oh yeah yeah we got the we
0: got the mobsters and we get a little bit of backstory it's like about this one mobster who mm. owns all this stuff mr moose yeah and all the other mobsters want in on it they want it
1: they want the money, but Moose is like, I don't keep money on me. I keep the money in my head. I don't keep it anywhere else. I keep the money in my head. I'm a moose in my moose head. Oh. In my moose head. In the moose head in my tavern.
0: Oh, I finally got that. Oh, no. Oh, no. You saying it. I finally got the <laughs> joke because he is called Moose. His name is Moose. And so he keeps it in his head, and his head would be the moose head.
1: As soon as soon as they walked into the, the tavern and were like, that's a moose head. I was like, the money's in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't- wh- When they said head, I was like, oh, the money's in there. But I didn't grab the connection that his mobster name was called Moose. And why that would be slightly even more obvious, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I just cottoned onto that now.
1: Um, yeah, as soon as as soon as that they introduce the mobster thing, I don't know what it is about crime comedies where it's like mm-hmm. I'm a generic mobster, or I'm a guy. I've got to be pretty silly, but I'm gonna stop you in the end. I just don't. I don't care. <laughs> We've done so many films from the '80s, and I'm just I'm over it. Beverly Hills Cop was good. Stop after that. Uh, yeah. Just stop there.
0: Sandra, you picked this film. I know. I thought this was going to be a horror film. I didn't think it was going to be a mob <laughs> film. You you were hoping for a horror comedy, but it's more like a mobster comedy with a, with a horror backdrop.
1: Yeah, yeah. Also, the title of this movie is Hold That Ghost. No one ever says that. In the fit, why is it? Co- Who's holding a? Go- why are you holding ghosts? No, at one point he
0: tries to hold on to the ghost, right? When when they're f- they're flailing around in the dark because they got spared by the ghost, and he tries to hold on to the ghost, but he holds on to the woman.
1: Ah. and then he
0: then he goes to reveal the ghost by taking off the sheet, and he and, uh, in the dark apparently lifts up a skirt.
1: Yep, that's the joke. That's the joke. Well, it's better than the original name, which was Oh Charlie. <laughs> Okay, I'll give it that. Charlie is the name of some random mob guy who dies in the first 20 minutes of the movie. Ah. He takes them to the haunted place and then he dies.
0: Yeah. Don't know why you'd name film after him. Yeah, maybe maybe the film was slightly differently
1: focused where they thought they were being haunted by Charlie. Oh, Um. that's a good idea. I do want to get to that as to why he dies because I don't... Yep. I got questions. But anyway, um Well, okay, so Abidney Costello, they work at a gas
0: station. I'm figuring this is probably like a regular thing and this is where they sort of run back to as their gas station jobs. Anyway, uh
1: um- Oh you reckon like in the other movies their gas station attendance as well yes yeah okay it's kind of like how charlie chaplin is the tramp i i I think that makes sense yeah yeah
0: that that's what i figure from this movie but that could be false anyway they they get the jobs at the restaurant there's this whole restaurant scene where we get a bit of entertainment and a few funny jokes yep they get fired from this job they go back to the gas station yeah where moose rocks up in his car yep and they have a bit of slapstick shenanigans with him yep Where at one point, uh, was it
1: Abbott? Costello is the funny one, Abbott is the straight man.
0: Yeah, yeah, so Costello pulls out a gun yes. from the back of this mobster's car and shoots it off, which
1: attracts the cops. I, yeah, it attracts the cops, who then are like, Oh my god, that's Moose, we're gonna shoot him! Yeah, we're gonna get him. And so that we have a chase
0: scene, a, a nice slap-and-stick chase scene, yep. which ends up with uh, Moose getting shot.
1: Yes, and he dies. And he's got his last will and testament on him. Yep. Which states... That because he's a mobster, he doesn't trust any of his friends. Makes sense. Or any of his co-workers to get any of his possessions. The only people who get his possessions are those that were with him when he died. So Abbott and Costello, they get his tavern. They get the tavern he owned. Yeah, they get his house. His big spooky building. Which is a really fun setup. I really enjoyed that reveal. I was like, that's kind of funny.
0: Yeah, that's kind of funny. Because it, it, it almost makes sense, right? Yeah. That he uh, just doesn't trust any of his mobsters. That bit makes total sense, you know? Yes. And so he just gives it to whoever dies with him. Obviously, it was more looking to um for people who were defending him when he died or something. But yeah, no, quite funny.
1: And, uh, yeah, they, they are driven over to the tavern. It's a spooky tavern. There's a bunch of other characters who were introduced to it. First, I was like, are they going to kill off a bunch of these people? Is this going to be like an early, like, proto slasher?
0: Yeah, yeah. Not quite, unfortunately. More of just, uh, more people for the comedy. So, um, the, the taxi driver has recruited some extra people. It turns out to be a scam where he, like, waits for them all to get out and then drives off. With all their luggage and stuff. We have um lady who was previously an actor. Yes, radio
1: for scream. screams.
0: screams, specifically. She does scream acting. Scream She's acting. She's got a
1: pretty good scream. She's pretty good. She screams a couple of times. You've got the other lady who's just there to fall in love with Costello. Oh, no, 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 no. The
0: scream actor falls in love with Costello. The other one's there to fall in love with the doctor. Oh, Mr. Doctor. The doctor, who is the take your glasses off, sexy doctor man. Yep. Who um, is very concentrated on his work. He gets Mm. very fixated. Yes. Um, He's also an asshole to this poor juice man who, like, squeezed juice an hour ago, which is very recent. I would be thrilled if my juice man had squeezed uh, the juice an hour ago for some orange juice, you know? Yep. But he's like, oh, that's half an hour too late. After half an hour, it loses its... Uh, chemical properties I was like what the fuck is this doctor talking about <laughs> anyway he, he gets very fixated he's a bit of a you know a, a ditz you know yeah he's like smart but very concentrated on things he yeah. like studies the water in the house and the water turns out to have healing
1: properties I don't know what the fuck that was about because apparently the water <laughs> tastes like shit like they make some soup out of the water and they're like this is terrible soup that's not good soup oh but it comes back around What? That's the They've got good soup, and then halfway through the movie, they got bad soup. But then the bad soup has the healing water in you, so it's better for you. They should probably put some
0: orange juice in it, though, you know. Spice it up. Make it taste better.
1: He was fun. I liked him. Yeah. The two women characters were kind of just there to to run around and be scared, and then to, to also kiss people. But one of them has that fun dance sequence which was great
0: yeah yeah that that's the actor lady i think she had more of a role in this film than the other one yeah the other one's just kind of there i'll agree she is literally that the other lady is literally just token female to fall in love with doctor
1: yeah no definitely but the
0: actor lady who does screaming had these like personalities she does some dancing yep she screams a bit which is like her personality like she had a character and a, a sort of arc, which was good.
1: Um, I did like uh, when they rock up to the cabin, they're like, oh, shutters. And then there's like a close up on the shuttered windows. of the. Tab- <laughs> I thought that was very funny. <laughs> I didn't laugh at that, but I was like, ha ha.
0: Yeah. Again, it's like, it's like entertaining. Yeah. You, you got that inner like, ha ha yeah. sort
1: of thing. Like, you know, there's some, there's some good jokes like that. Some good jokes. Some more uh, quotes I've got is like, uh, they are in the dark, they're feeling around with their hands. And Costello's like, I feel a damp opening. That's my mouth. <laughs> Got your hand in my mouth.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're feeling around in the dark. It's like, oh, it's a damp opening. Oh, that's my
1: mouth. Uh, Costello turns on the tap. No water coming out of the tap. Just air. Sounds like steam. And so he's like... <laughs> and then abbott's like you fool i'm a backhand you you dumb asshole and costello's like but i was playing choo-choo train (laughs) i have no idea what the fuck was going on in that scene costello he's like very funny yeah but how has this cat how has any of the characters costello plays gotten this far in life how how do they not live with their parents? That's what I want to ask. How are they able to function by themselves? Well, I think they don't. That's why they have
0: Abbott there, you know? Mm. And, of course, both of them are both a bit idiots. You know, they're both idiots. So it, it, it works out quite well. Like uh, like when um the sugar daddy mm-hmm. and her get up to go, like, dance or something... Uh, They get delivered their food and he's like, well, why don't you eat the fucking food? I don't give a shit. I'm going to dance. And the waiter, uh, Abbott and Costello are like, oh, I guess we'll eat the food then like, yeah. as waiters. And of course they get fired, you know, very silly.
1: Yeah, we already mentioned it, but the slapstick dance scene was really fun where it's Costello and the actor lady. Uh, The film stops for like three minutes and they do like a slapstick dance. It's great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They find like an old record player and play some music, and they dance around, but there's, like, a bucket of water. Yes. And they keep tripping and stepping in this bucket of water, and at one point it gets stuck on the lady's ass. She, like, falls and gets her ass stuck in it. And then Abbott starts playing the bongos on it, and they just start <laughs> dancing with that. Yep. I'm like, this is this is some weird kinky shit, you know?
1: It <laughs> is. This is a kinky movie. They're saying <laughs> that stuff is good soup. They're calling each other daddy and they're playing the bongos on their ass.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. This is a very kinky movie.
1: Uh, so Charlie, who's the mafia guy with the totally not sus mustache who takes them to the house and is working like with the cab driver and stuff, he gets strangled by something. Now, later in the movie, there's ghosts running around. The ghost is one of the mafia people trying to scare them. But this ghostly... Like, hands that we see strangle Charlie. We never know what that is. Because it doesn't make any sense if it's the Mafia, because Charlie works for the Mafia. Yeah, but they all betray each other. Why
0: would you keep the other mafia guy alive when you could have all the money?
1: But I thought that, like, the mafia were working together to try and get the money away from Abbott and Costello. Or were these just two people who knew Moose? Yeah. And are trying to... And they want the money.
0: No, I just think they're greedy assholes that would murder each other just to get a chance at the money.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Look, I think you're you're putting too much stakes in like mafia camaraderie. Oh, we're criminals that murder people, but oh, we won't murder each other for more profit. Oh, no, no, that's not no, really no. the
1: case. Like, I understand that. I think I just really wanted there to be a ghost. Oh
0: right. Well, I will point out that the candlesticks did float around
1: Exactly And that has no explanation Yeah, and like, who's grabbing the hat off Costello's head? Yeah Who's doing that? Is that a ghost or is that the mafia people playing pranks? Are they big pranksters?
0: I'm pretty sure the mafia guy is just a big prankster But that that candle never gets explained no. at any point They just go, oh, it's the mafia guy doing things But how the fuck did he levitate a candle though? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: There, there's a lot of slapstick uh, comedy with ghosts going around, which is a guy in a sheet. And this is what I'm talking to about, like, scary. This isn't exactly scary, a guy in the sheet. I don't know if back in the day, sheet sheet men were a bit more scarier. Scary. I mean, it depends how,
1: because obviously the movie is, like, we can see that that, that it's a guy under a sheet. But maybe in the context of their house, they don't have proper lighting, so they can't tell that there's a guy under the sheet? I don't know.
0: Oh, yeah, for the characters, it's definitely scary, obviously. But, like, in real life, we're talking about, was this movie scary? I don't think the scenes where a guy in the sheet was scary to real people. I don't think guy
1: in the sheet was scary. It's the... Definitely the scene where the guy in the sheet runs into Costello's room and just goes into bed with him and just falls asleep. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, like, this yeah. is scary.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, uh, obviously that was more comedic. Uh, there was a scary scene, though.
1: What was the scary
0: scene? Well, at one point, uh, Costello's going around with a candle Ooh. and goes past a dark room with two spooky eyes.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And it blows out the candle. And that was
1: pretty freaky. Yeah, that one got you? Uh, it was pretty... Well, not really. But, (laughs) like, it was pretty spooky. As I said during our episode on Dracula, none of the horrors we're doing this year are actually going to scare us, but we can see how they would scare people in the 40s.
0: Uh, like, it was definitely, like, more alarming than other things. And, like, I could imagine, like, a 1940s child being like, holy fucking shit, what the fuck? There's a guy there and he's glowing eyes. Holy shit. It's revealed in the end that it was an owl. It was an owl. Except maybe the one where it blew out the candle, which was the mobster.
1: Or that was a ghost.
0: Or it was a ghost. Or there is still a ghost. There is still I- a ghost. I was hoping they'd have that thing at the end. Obviously, that's not a more bigger thing now, where it was like, at the end, they're doing the whole thing, everything sorted, and it's like, hmm... But how did those candles float around then or something like that? And, you know, and then in the background, you just see a floating candle. It's like, oh, maybe there was a
1: ghost the whole time, you know? I got some more. I got some more quotes, some more quotes for you. Oh, yeah. Costello, he's scared. He's like, I don't want to go in that room. I'll be the lookout. A lookout for what? For myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one uh there's a scene where they're making a bed oh this fucking scene the scene was breaking my mind the scene is so dumb it goes on for way too long they're like <laughs> yeah, yeah they're putting the sheet on the top of the bed and then she's like now we got to tuck it under the mattress so he picks up the whole sheet and puts it under the mattress yeah he
0: like rips the sheet off the bed and just tosses it under the mattress and he does it twice i was losing my I mind it does i was it like more than that i think he does it like four times They probably did it three times. I was just losing my mind at that stage. And I was like, what the
1: fuck? Stop throwing it under the bed. No, this is fucking so dumb. (laughs) So dumb. And they're like, stop throwing it under the mattress. And he's like, where do you want it? Do you want it on the top or under the mattress? I liked how he freaked out in that scene. I loved how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, what the fuck? It was great. He just absolutely loses it. It was so funny. I also like the scene where I think he faints. Yes. He randomly, like, he faints. He's scared. He faints. um He's taken out to see the rest of the people. You know, like, Abbott is carrying him. His love interest is like, Oh my God, what happened? There's been a murder. She assumes the murder is Costello, so she faints. Costello wakes up. He's like, Oh my God, I fainted. What happened? There's been a murder. He sees her body is faded, so then he faints.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That was funny. It was a fun series of events. You're imagining it. All the spooky things you're imagining it. I can't imagine it. I'm not that clever.
0: <laughs> That's a good line. That's actually a good line. That that holds up even now.
1: I'm not making frenzies with anybody here. That one wasn't very good. That one was... <laughs> <really good. laughs> I don't like that
0: one. I like that one a lot. I think that one's great. I, I take all of my statements back earlier. All of these... <laughs> this is comedy cult. <laughs> I love I love the puns. The puns in this movie were pretty great.
1: The puns were good, yeah. But did you like the scene that went on for fucking 5 oh, minutes yeah? where Zach this tavern was a bar during Prohibition era? <laughs> and the bedrooms are actually gambling rooms.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, I was I was talking about this scene with a friend. He uh he goes to sleep in one of these bedrooms. Yeah. And of course, he hangs up his hat and coat. Like a a gentleman would, indeed, before bed. And by hanging it on the coat rack, it, like, pulls down the hook as, like, a a fake uh, lever, a secret lever, which flips the bed and rolls out these, like, gambling uh, machines and other things. So you got, like, you know, your pool table, your... Your slots, your everything. It all, like, comes out of the walls and everything. And so he goes to lie down on the bed, but it's now a table. And he's like, oh, my God. And so he freaks out. He grabs his hat. He grabs his jacket. He runs into the other room. Yes. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Come quick. My whole room, it's changed into a gambling room. And so they come back in. But, of course, he's taken
1: his hat and his coat. Exactly. So the room, gone back to a regular room.
0: And he's like, well, what do it was? And he's like, ah, uh, shut up, Costello. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> You're fucking stupid, you idiot. Stop making this shit up. Yeah, dumb boy. And of course, uh, they, like, settle down. He goes back to sleep. He puts his hat and his coat back on the rack. And, of course, it all happens again. And so for the next, like, five, ten minutes, we have this back and forth of this happening. It happens, like, four or five
1: <laughs> they times. They do or it so so many times. I think they dragged this one out just a little bit a little bit too long but it was also it was also funny. I still enjoyed it. I wasn't annoyed at this one like I was with the bed scene. This one I was like sure drag this out why not? it's a pretty funny joke yeah (laughs) and then yeah at this point Costello is just he has lost it he's lost it he thinks like candles are moving on their own and no one believes him even though we see it yeah I like where he was like I'm gonna run out of here so fast the suction will bring you along with me (laughs) that's that's pretty fast (laughs) that's pretty fucking fast
0: (laughs) Costello can fucking book it you know
1: but then they eventually get ready to go and they find that the moose head is where all the money is. So they get all the money before they leave.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because they point out the moose head and then Costello's like, hmm, maybe the money's in it. And they're like, shut the fuck up. You're a fucking idiot. There's no way they would hide the money in the moose head. No way. I cannot believe it didn't occur to me that the Bob- mobster was called moose. I just <laughs> kind of forgot that fact, I guess. Uh, but yeah, they, they he he like climbs up to uh, grab the moose and he's like, oh, this moose's tongue is all papery. And he, like, scrapes it out. And, of course, money just starts falling out of the moose's mouth. And they're like, oh, keep grabbing
1: its tongue. And he's like, oh, do mooses have tonsils? It doesn't make any sense because he would see the money. Unless his eyes are shut. Why would his eyes be shut? I think he's like, yeah, I think his eyes are shut because he's feeling around, right? It's like the scene where, like, he's talking to a character. Their heads are turned to look at each other. And there's the guy in, like, the ghost outfit Uh, behind them. I'm like, you'd see him. He's right
0: there. Yeah, but maybe maybe he's the same shade as like the curtain behind them. Maybe. So they didn't notice. Then you film know?
1: the movie in colour and make the jokes make sense. Fucking happen <laughs> bloody hell. <laughs> wow. Are you tech shaming their movie? Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking use modern graphics. Yeah. Use some colour, you know. Make your jokes make more sense, you know?
1: I I don't know. I, I don't think Universal had the money to do that back in the 40s. I don't think they were quite as big as they are now. But anyway, they find the money and then the mobsters are like, we're taking the money. And then they run around and they fight a bunch until Costello makes cop siren noises and that scares them off.
0: I thought that was a pretty good uh, way of getting rid of them. Although I, I thought they would have come back or something. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I thought there'd be a scene with them going back into the house and then they get scared by something. And run off, I don't know, have, like, the ghost or whatever come back at that point. I'm not sure. I did like the scene, though, where Costello is running away from the mobsters and, like, he slides down the banister on the chair and then he just goes flying, like, (laughs) through, like, across frame. He's just flying across frame. That was really good. Dude, Costello can move, you know? He
0: wasn't lying, you know? That suction from his movement's gonna take you with him, you know?
1: And then they turn the tavern into a nightclub and stuff, and we get another song and everything.
0: Yeah, and uh, they they go back to the start of the movie where they have the same performers and other things, and they also are hiring, you know, waiters and stuff, and they hire the waiting manager that was at their previous job, which was their boss. Yeah, yeah. But now they're his boss. Ha-ha. Aha. And they, you know, they make fun of him.
1: Oh, and then Costello is... Taking all the profit for himself. He hides it in his shirt.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. He tries to steal the money, which is pretty funny.
1: There we go. That is Abbott and Costello hold that ghost. Um, I'm having a look here. I'm trying to find, like, more information about them as a duo. It seems like, you know, like, what usually happens is, like, they split up because, uh, your money. Yeah. Because uh, I think Abbott, as the straight man, was getting more money than Costello, even though Costello oh, really? was- He's, like, he's the main character of this film. I mean, yeah, he's definitely
0: um, pulling more of this movie's time than Abbott. Maybe in other movies it was more even or even in Abbott's favour. But, like, in this, he, he, he definitely had a lot more screen time.
1: But, yeah, they, uh, they split up at some point during the 40s. Like, later on in the 40s. They apparently their star waned due to overexposure. They got so famous... That no one cared anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that seems to be what happened. Oh, yeah, I could feel that. Yeah, you could get sick of something. It's like how Marvel movies, you know. Marvel movies. Chris Pratt. He's in everything. I'm sick of him. And Costello, he was a boxer for a bit. He was a boxer. Ooh, how about that? That's pretty cool. That's fucking Costello, man. What a fucking legend. He was great at basketball. Like, <laughs> What a fucking legend. Absolute legend. Absolute unit. Alright, let's get into the remake. We gotta remake this movie, Zach. We gotta remake it. We gotta do Hold That Ghost 2023 remake version. Uh, Obviously, we gotta start by recasting Abbott and Costello, whose characters' names are Chuck and Ferdy, but I don't care. In the remake photo I'm making, it's Abbott and Costello. I don't give a fuck about their character names. Yeah, it's Abbott and Costello.
0: We need a good comedy duo. though. good comedy duo. Now here's Or just our- <laughs> I know I know who we need. You know who we need? We need a large straight man. Yes. And a- and a shorter comedy man. We need I know
1: exactly who you're thinking of.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We need someone who's had movie experience together, I feel, you know. Who've starred in a movie where a male gets pregnant.
1: <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, you're going for them. I thought yeah. you, you were going to go for Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill from, oh. from 21 Jump Street. <laughs> That's what I thought you were saying. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: that would also be a good comedy joint. No, I want a completely left field route. I want Daddy DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger as my Avatar <laughs> Costello. But. I actually like your one more. I feel like we we've gone to Danny DeVito before,
1: you know. We we've, we've dipped into that well, but
0: he would make a great Costello.
1: I feel like they're maybe too old, like Arnie and Danny DeVito. Ah, fuck it.
0: We we could say for a remake, re rewind time. But you're right; they're a bit older now.
1: So y- y- I I like Channing Tatum, and the other one, and Danny DeVito. I done Danny De- DeVito, Jonah Hill. I think though. The dynamic there, though, is like Joni Hill is the straight one, and Channing Tatum's the bimbo.
0: Yeah, you could, you could, you could do a, we could do a little flipping script here.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Here's my thoughts, Zach. Here's my thoughts. Abbott and Costello, they started on radio. We need a good straight guy, funny guy from Ray- Hamish and Andy as Abner and Costello. <laughs> That's a local reference. <laughs> Hamish and Andy. Oh my god. Hamish and Andy isn't
0: a, a thing I've thought about for many years.
1: <laughs> they're doing podcasts now. They're, they're podcasters now.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they're super popular and still doing things, but oh my god.
1: My bit was going to be we cast Hamish and Andy as Abbott and Costello and then like make like a weird like Australian thing, but I prefer Channing <laughs> Tatum and <laughs> Let's do that. No,
0: but I like, I like the reversing of roles here where you've got Costello as the tall, thin one mm-hmm. and Abbott as the other one but like still keep them as the same you know characters
1: yeah okay so jonah hill is going to be abbott yeah costello is going to be channing tatum i like this i like this dynamic
0: i i was thinking about would they work like well in this sort of like slapsticky environment i think they could do it especially channing tatum i think he's an underrated actor he's a great actor yeah yeah so i
1: think uh i think this could work yeah um, well, then we also need to recast uh, a couple other people. Doctor Jackson, who's with them, he finds out about the water. Doctor Jackson. Now, I'm thinking for Doctor Jackson, we go back as well. I just kind of want to bring across the entire cast of Twenty One Jump Street. Love interest, Brie Larson, <laughs> Doctor Jackson, Ice Cube. <laughs>
0: you can't. You can't just go. All right here's a one comedy movie with uh, two two well-known actors hey let's just take the entire cast for
1: that make it this movie boom done but it'll be pretty funny. It's directed by the same people. No! <laughs> Chill Lord and Chris Miller. They're directing God. it as well. God damn it, Sandro. <laughs>
0: you can't just pick one movie and just change the plot to another
1: movie. I can and I'm just... doing it right now unless you stop me and give me other cast members.
0: Uh, I don't know. Who would be who would be good female leads? Oh, I wanted I wanted like Henry Cavill as the doctor or something. Like someone... Yeah, like like Cause he's that that's the kind of vibe he has is the like Clark Kent character, yeah. I felt. Yeah. Where he's like this super nerdy but like take off the glasses and oh my god, he's so handsome sort of thing, you know?
1: Nerdy hot sort of guy. Or or
0: or um my favourite, one of my favourite, Hugh Jackman.
1: Yeah, true. I-, I was thinking I was thinking Tom Hopper.
0: Oh, I do love Tom Hopper. Oh, bring him in here. Get this Tom Hopper boy in. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I want Tom Hopper now. <laughs>
1: Tom Hopper. Tom Hopper gets in there. Um. So Camille, I think, is the scream queen. She was the screamer on the radio. She's, uh, she's fallen in love with Costello. Estello. We need someone who can scream. We need a modern day scream queen. That's who we need. I'm trying to think of, like horror films that have come out recently. Mm. How old is Channing Tatum? We need someone age appropriate. Channing Tatum's like 40-something. We could go Sarah Paulson. She's in a lot of uh, American horror story stuff. She looks like someone who would have been on the radio, quite a popular actor. She she looks like an actor. She often plays actors. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because she's an actress. I mean, yeah. Um, Yeah, she could be good. And I would love her character to play it really straight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And just be like, holy shit, there's a fucking poltergeist. Also, in this movie, I want there to be an actual poltergeist. Yeah, no, I agree. And like... Whenever she's on screen, the movie turns, like, full horror, and we, like, see a mobster, like, die, you know, horribly, and it's like, she's like, holy shit, this is fucked up, and then you, and then you cut to our comedy character, it's like, oh, what's going on, oh my (laughs) god, it's a oh my god, Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly, oh, well, then we should bring in, um, I know I'm jumping to the director, but we should bring in the director of, uh, I think it was Happy Death Day, which was pretty funny. It was like Groundhog Day, but a slasher. Yeah, And then also uh, he directed Freaky, which was um, an ancient dagger causes a serial killer to swap bodies with a teenage girl. (laughs) oh right yeah i heard about that one it's pretty fun i think he could direct this i think christopher landon would do pretty well
0: yeah that, that that's mixing horror with comedy which is kind of what i want to hear so i think that's a very good pick that's a very good pick
1: um, we've got one more cast member that we can recast though. is there anyone else in the movie that you'd want to swap out? there is the other woman
0: yeah we could uh, we could just cast the the other female character. I think that would make sense right or or a mobster or the mobster.
1: Mm, Mr. moose Mr. moose?
0: Yeah, Mr. moose mm. maybe Mr. moose could hide who would who would play a good mobster?
1: Danny DeVito. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. I want to save Daddy DeVito. We can't put him in this one, otherwise we we can't use him again for a while. No, no, no. Save Daddy DeVito for another day. Okay. Um. We could have. Oh, there's some good ones. I I want
1: Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum to be lost. <laughs> can he do like are we setting this in the modern times if so the last will and testament should be like a video like well i've died yeah 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 yeah
0: yeah yeah um that's a good question do we do it in
1: modern times or do we base it back then um what do you want to do i kind of want it to be the 40s yeah i just don't know if that would work if people would see that i don't know Yeah, I I think it could
0: work. I think it could be fun. We're just mocking, you know, the 40s, whatever. That way we could have our, like, sugar daddy thing. True. And be like, hey, that's fucking gross, dude. And there's like, eh.
1: Yeah, I guess then as well, it can be kind of a joke on horrors from the 40s. Kind of like what Renfield is ish
0: oh we could we could make it a bit more modern than the 40s or something like that you know
1: like the 60s or something yeah yeah i
0: i we'll do a we'll do a stranger things we'll have it vaguely around that time <laughs> yeah you know?
1: we will say a particular year but we'll play music from after that year yes in the context of the characters listening to that that music so it just really doesn't make any sense we'll do that yeah
0: exactly um and then we can have like a videotape cassette Of Jeff Goldblum's of death. By the way, um, Goldblum's specifically an Italian mobster. But like, all the other mobsters are like, very Italian. He's not at all though. (laughs) But he's like the mafia boss. That's pretty funny. But everyone says like, he's the Italian mob boss, right? Yeah.
1: Well, there we go. That's the episode. That's we're done. We're out of here. A bit of a short one, I think. Probably after editing this one, it will be shorter, I think. Oh, absolutely. I need to go back to the future and eat some cheese. Re- wh- why?
0: Because I've been craving some Costello this whole time. Oh my god, you've
1: been <laughs> waiting to make that joke all episode, you? I've
0: been waiting all episode for that joke. I've been holding that one back.
1: Oh my god. Well... That is the episode right there. So that Zach can get some cheese, I will go through ways that you can check us out. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, uh, we're on YouTube, at OliBuddyGoodyPod on everything. If you want to send us an email, if we... Did not realise how problematic Abbott and Costello are. If they do have controversy on their Wikipedia page, email us in, oldiebuttygoodypod at gmail.com.
0: It's going to be like that one week where we did a movie. We were like, there's no controversy here. Next week, our guests came on and we were like, hey, did you know all this horrible stuff? And we were like, oh my God.
1: (sighs) Yeah, that one time that we thought Buster Keaton was fine. Yeah. No. No. No, not really, actually. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs)
0: Let us know. Check us a comment. Check us an um, email. Check us our uh, Facebook.
1: We got the funniest fucking comment. I was in Sydney yep. uh, last week and I noticed an email come through to, uh, to pot at gmail.com. the nice. A comment on our episode of... Do you remember Alan Quartermain and the City of Gold?
0: Yeah, I remember that one. The super racist one. Yeah. That was
1: bad. That was not great. Uh, Someone commented on that. It's like a fucking paragraph. I'll send it to you later. Oh, yeah. Just being like, you can't actually be racist because there was a black guy on the cast. And I was like whoa it's not not how it works actually interesting and then just started going off against like PC culture and stuff
0: alright I mean look I'm sure there's fans of Alan Quartermain when it's not being racist that movie was pretty good but the problem was uh, it was mostly
1: racist yeah the comment was like there wasn't someone dressing up as a race that they aren't and I'm like there's literal brown face in the movie though (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? White savior was fine. It's fine. White savior is
0: a great plot. Everyone loves that plot.
1: This bloody PC agenda <sighs> ruining my adaptations of books that were written in the 1800s. I can't believe it. Yeah. Can't bloody believe it. Good lord. Uh, that's up on our YouTube. We, I love the, I love comments like that. I think it's very funny. I won't read it out on the podcast because it's racist.
0: But anyway, please send your emails about how. The singer in this movie was not actually racist.
1: <laughs> Please defend Ted Lewis, who no one gives a fuck about. Please do that. Yeah,
0: no one cares.
1: No one cares. He wasn't even that good. I don't know. We got Patreon as well. Patreon.com forward slash Pod. You can get, grab the episode we did on Steven Spielberg's movie AI. That's out right now. Mm. Buddy, check that one out. And I believe starting... This week, Zach, Ooh. on Wednesday, Ooh. it's the Cage-O-Rama <gasps> 2. <gasps> g- 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 g-
0: Cage-O-Rama.
1: It's been, it's been too long. We need, we need more Cage in our lives. It's been exactly a year since since we did six Nicholas Cage movies back to back. We're doing it again. They said this time we're doing seven because there's a bonus battle in there. Hell yeah. We're starting it off with Ghost Rider Two: Spirit of Vengeance. Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. We need, we need.
0: What we need is a cage in the MCU. That would save everything.
1: I feel that would save everything. Who would he play? Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ghost Rider hasn't been in. I think you. They could make Ghost Rider a better character in the MCU by putting on that sort of like MCU humor, mm. that light-hearted sort of tone. Because I felt like in in Ghost Rider, the first movie that we watched, it was a bit serious, right? It was the more, like, early superhero things. Make that modernize it. Yeah. Make it good and not shit like a lot of Marvel movies lately.
1: That'd be pretty fucking great. What do you mean? I loved Ant-Man and the shit. I mean, <laughs> Ant-Man and the, the crap. I mean, that, that film that I saw, that was a bad movie. But Guardians was pretty good, and the the Marvels looks pretty good as well, actually. I'm keen for the Marvels.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, Guardians. I wasn't too enthusiastic because I went and actually saw Ant-Man, and uh, I was disappointed. It was a very mid-movie. But the, the more disappointing thing about Ant-Man is it, it was really good in some places, a really bad bad in a lot of places and there was a lot of missed opportunities so it's a very mid movie for me very mid You should film. review that movie
1: i don't give a f- I don't care i don't i wouldn't I want to talk about it. it you you can re, you can do an episode with reese about it if you want <laughs> yeah i want to i won't be there
0: <laughs> i, I want to talk about it because it makes me mad
1: no for sure well uh that's up on patreon the drama starts on wednesday i'm very keen and we're doing renfield as the second one Which you chose. He's not even a main character in that, but we're doing Renfields. (laughs) Why not? He's in the movie. Uh, Zach, you've got to pick next week's movie, though. 1942 is the year we're heading to next, which makes sense because we just did 1941. You got Bambi! We got Bambi! (gasps) Bambi. We could do Bambi, Sandro. Oh, my God, that's such a sad film it's uh, way better than fucking Dumbo which came out in 41 that terrible movie you really hate Dumbo but I love Bambi because
0: the deer gets gadded
1: you got Tarzan's New York Adventure I haven't seen <laughs> a Tarzan movie as an option in a while
0: oh uh, man we do need to do a Tarzan movie at some point oh the ghost of Frankenstein does Frankenstein die and
1: become a ghost that's like two levels of spooky oh what about I married a witch oh no a man marries a witch and I'm not just talking about my wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or oh, uh, Joe, hear me out. We get we watch Donald Gets Drafted. Donald gets drafted. Oh, the Donald Duck one where Donald Duck goes, it's nine minutes long. Yeah, it's a night it's like a
0: nine-minute sketch where Donald Duck gets drafted for the war.
1: Oh, Casablanca. Ooh shh. Sherlock Holmes and the Voice of Terror. Oh, yeah, we're in the 40s. We've got some some, some Sherlock Holmes movies are coming out as well. We're going to have to do one of those at some point. But there's only one movie that I could possibly pick out of this
0: plethora of good options.
1: And it's Casablanca, right? Just like, because I passed out, you know, I, I was like, we're not doing Citizen Kane. That's a normie film. Maybe we do need a normie film. Maybe we need something like Casablanca, something that people know, you know? But you should have picked the normie
0: film because I'm not going to pick the normie film. If you're gonna ignore the normie pics, I'm gonna ignore the normie picks. Oh pics. no. The only possible option I have here is cat people. <laughs> what the fuck is cat people? Yeah, I don't know. I wanna watch the one called Cat People. It has a it has a funny poster. It's got a it's got a woman who's a cat. Um, <laughs> what the fuck are you picking? <laughs> a newly married suburban fashion illustrator obsessed with the idea that she's Is descended from the ancient tribe of cat people (laughs) who (laughs) from (laughs) metal offices into Black Panthers when aroused. Oh my god, it's sexy. When when they get aroused, they turn into cats.
1: Yes. We're doing this movie. You're picking cat people. Yep. It was remade in the eighties.
0: Cool. I saw I saw it. I'm like, wait, is this actually in nineteen eighty two? No, no, no. That was the remake. Mm. was made in nineteen eighty two. Well, next week, uh, cat people, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do cat people. Let's do it.
1: Well, we'll do that next week, Zach. Uh, I think I've got a... a well, well, first things first, I'm going to put this net over you. There we go. Well, Toss a net over you. Ah! Why is
0: there plates in here?
1: <laughs> I can't believe another plate crap. That's ridiculous. Anyway, um, I, I'm going to need you to bring Harry Grindle Matthews back because I've got this net. I'm going to take him prisoner.
0: Oh! That's a plot development right there. What are you, you going to... Why, why are you taking him prisoner?
1: What is the ploy here? Because he's a bad boy. He's a naughty boy. I've got to spank him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you refrain from doing that? <laughs> like, just for plot's
1: sake, just capture him, all right? All right. I'm just capturing him for plot reasons. Excellent. All right, I'll leave. <laughs> Disgusting pieces of plate went everywhere. There were so many crashing sound effects.
0: Ah, that was far too many crashing sound effects.
1: Oh, Harry Grindel Matthews, you sound like a cartoon. You sound like Skeletor. You sound like Skeletor.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's a fair criticism. No, it is I, Harry Grindel Matthews, and I am upset at being caged. Can you release me, please? I have many uh, things I need to get up to.
1: No, because you see, while you've been getting your army of people... I've been doing stuff on my own. In between episodes, I created this, this prison box. <laughs> it's like the Ghostbusters ghost box. Wow. But the thing I trap in the net goes into the box.
0: Wow, that's that's very convenient. Why didn't you build, like, a time machine or something to go back to the future in this time?
1: Because we still have a button. We've still got, like, uh, fucking uh, 28 episodes left to do this year, so... Oh, that yes. makes sense. All right. Get in the box. I'm putting you in the box. Oh, you have in the... In in the-, the- Whoa! <laughs> Ah, that should be the last week. He he may have faked his own death, but I got the better of Harry Grindle Matthews inside that box. He's in there. And I certainly hope there isn't a post-credit sequence after the ending theme of him escaping. Anyway, that's the episode. Next week, cat people. Fucking Zach, I can't believe this. I picked a joke option this week, but now he's picking one. This is ridiculous. Anyway, I'm off to 1942. Goodbye, and make sure that you continue to hold that ghost.
0: What, what? What is that supposed to fucking mean? This box is rather spacious. They're like a Pokeball? Like, what am I doing in here? <laughs> Shut up, I'm kicking kick the box. I'm
1: ah! kicking the box. Shut up, Harry Grindle. <laughs>
0: Well, now that I've been captured, this is all part of my plan. Yes, move through the portal into the future. And now all the elements are in place for my plan. <laughs> I still have to figure out how to get out of this